Justice can make you better, not bitter, if you're hearing my voice. It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time here in Los Angeles. It's Friday, January 6th, 2023, A.D., two years since the mostly peaceful patriotic protest, part of which turned into a lightweight riot, right? A little bit almost resembled the terrible Black Lives Matter insurrection, right? Which I, of course, disavow insurrections, especially ones that are not based in just justice. But uh, happy Orthodox Christmas to the Orthodox Christians, the Russians, the Armenians, the some of the Ukrainians, I can only assume... Um, Lots going on today, January 6th, 2023. Going to have a nice loosey-goosey Friday show for you guys. We're going to talk about some Hollywood actors, child actors of the 60s or whenever, and of today. They're being violated in various ways, but they're not victims. Or at least not once they become adults, but they're playing victims now. It's such a shame. I hope to touch on the invasion going on at the border. Um, There are people who know a lot more what is going on, what is going on, than I know. And I hope to share some of what they know to you guys, or at least point you to the right direction. I will be reading The Skim, though. (laughs) The far-left females at The Skim. What a mess. Um, Prince Harry, Prince Tattletale. He got beat up by his brother. (laughs) I shouldn't laugh. That's not nice. It's not good to have family strife, is it, necessarily? Terrible. I do have a clip uh, from the other day that I want to share with you. I don't know. It might be boring, honestly. But it is a black young lady. You know, I call her young. Lesbian. Karine Jean-Pierre. KJP versus Steve... No, not Steve. Peter Ducey of Fox News. Talking about the invasion. It's from a few days ago, a couple of days ago at least. But um, yeah, and I have a website to promote that I, I think this guy has knows some stuff. Federale fifth columnist.wordpress.com. Nice. All that and your calls, if you would like to call in. I know I wasn't able to get to all of the calls yesterday. But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show. Enjoying the A.J. Gallardo original theme song from Christmas Eve 2017. Very nice. Real Christmas, not Orthodox Christmas. <laughs> Shout out to the Orthodox. And happy Epiphany, guys. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. How are you guys doing? I am fine. 
Hope you're well. Uh, it is, again, it's Friday, January 6th. J6. Remember Ashley Babbitt. Remember former officer Sicknick. Well, he's not the fallen officer Sicknick who got the stroke. People claimed the fake news, which I read, claimed that he uh, was hit over the head with a with a fire extinguisher. No, those were other officers, and they survived fine. Officer Sicknick got a stroke or something at 46 years old or something. It was a couple of years ago. In the violent, deadly insurrection. <laughs> Give me a break. They weren't even armed, these guys who uh, broke windows and moshed with the cops. Um, terrible. What a mess. Divided country. And uh, injustice against the real American people. But it is epiphany. That is when the, also known as theophany, in Eastern Christian traditions, a Christian feast day that celebrates the rev- revelation of God incarnate, God incarnate, as Jesus Christ, God in Christ, right? Uh, I think that's when the three wise men, the three kings of the Orient, bore gifts uh, following the star to find Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. I don't know what they mean by God incarnate. Anyway, uh, nice. I have some some stories, a lot of stories to cover for you guys. Not a lot of clips. And, uh, of course, your calls. First, first though, let, let me get to Art in Ohio. He's on the line. I didn't get to him yesterday. Art in Ohio, how you doing, man? Merry Christmas and Happy man, New Year. I- Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's. We like because I talked to you a little bit after New Year's, but yeah, it's yep. you know. Nice. First thing first, uh, I want to tell you to, uh, you know, keep speaking on blacks, you know what I mean, all the dysfunction and whatnot they're doing. Keep speaking on the whites, whether they live or they can serve, uh, whether they right or wrong, keep bringing it to the light because, you know, a lot of these blacks and whatnot, they, uh, they, uh, Talk about racist this and uh, racist that, but they supported a, a party that is basically uh, how you how I want to say it. They're they're giving the kid a loaded gun and they're sitting back and knowing what the kid is going to do with the loaded gun. It's on. A, it's only inevitable what a two year old is going to do with a gun when they're sitting there doing it. The white these white liberal Democrats and you know Rhino conservatives sitting back laughing at you. Or whatnot, uh, and uh, it's just it's just crazy or whatnot that they don't uh, they don't see it or whatnot. All money ain't good money, you know what I mean? And they take they think that just because somebody is giving them food or feeding them that they're their friends, but they don't see that they're selling them out or whatnot, and it's uh, putting them in a position that we're there in a position right now. And I can break down I can break down a few of those things right now. First thing first. Uh, you had O Biden, he passed that little uh he uh, arrested all them people back in the day or whatnot with that crime deal when their party is the one that's uh bringing in drugs. We already know Democrats or whatnot, they're part of the uh prison the pipeline industrial complex or whatnot. So even with the child support, that's how Democrats in the courts get their money by putting the fathers on child support or whatnot. So they're gonna let you dummies bring these drugs in here or whatnot. And now they're going to start arresting you. 
in part, you sit back and look at a lot of these rappers or whatnot. Now a lot of y'all is going to jail. Y'all falling right up under that old Biden regime or whatnot. They letting y'all bring the stuff in or whatnot, and then they plan on giving you 30 years or whatnot. You ain't going to never see your kids again, let alone if you even survive off of overdosing off the fentanyl or whatnot that they letting y'all bring over here. Same thing with the Mexicans. Y'all signing y'all self up and signing up for a deal that ain't no good deal, uh, especially under uh, this regime or whatnot as, as far as with Biden. And, uh, <laughs> you, uh, it's just it's just crazy that they don't uh, see it. And I, I, I don't promote selling drugs or whatnot. Uh, uh, drugs is bad for your health. Don't do drugs. And milk does the body good. That's an old uh, '80s baby term. You know, you grew up on that too, where they had the commercial. Oh yeah, milk does the body good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, uh, I just don't see how they don't uh, get it. And then I want to tell you something else that I noticed that Tucker Carlson said like two weeks ago. He said that the CDC said that uh, if you took the vaccine, it was the CDC and another one of them little things or whatnot. I think Washington Post, something like that. I can't remember the exact name. He said that if you took that vaccine, the chances is that you're more likely to get uh, to get it's, it lowers your immune system. So basically, you're more likely to be uh, uh, able to get sicker with uh, maybe a common cold or anything else. I've heard and, uh, I've heard people say ahead. that. I don't know what the truth is, but to me, it seems like it's like it's quite possible. Who knows? Well, we uh, we are. You know, that's why I was saying that back in the day, or when I, you know, when I was talking to you on your show a while ago, as far as that, uh, it was some doctors that was on YouTube, the ones that they were censoring, censoring, saying that the uh, vaccine does something and alters your, their uh, blood or whatnot. Right. And uh, that's why I was saying what I was saying or whatnot about my grandmother and my great aunt. But you notice? Did you hear about that? Uh, Football player that this well, y'all know you heard about the one that passed out on the field. Yeah, yeah, and his wanted, heart stopped. Well, I, I ain't gonna want his uh, yeah, heart stopped. So check this out. Uh, we ain't know they ain't gonna tell the truth. I wonder if he took that vaccine. That's what and I that, wondered too. Uh, I really yeah. wondered that. I don't know, but and I don't uh-huh. want to. I don't want to assume, but I really wondered that. Go ahead. Yeah, well, uh, that's awfully kind of funny. Allegedly, his heart stopped because that's what happened to my aunt. She was a diabetic, and she's the one who took the vaccine. And it's something like that would happen to, uh, with her, would not. And I, uh, I think they said it was something about a blood clot. She had a whole bunch of blood clots in her system, or would not. Uh-huh. And uh, I wonder if that's happening to that uh, NFL player, would not. But we said it a while ago. You know what I mean? That y'all was all all these celebrities was taking these uh, under the table deals from these pharmaceutical companies promoting this stuff. And you got all these people and these athletes and a whole bunch of people taking this stuff and whatnot. And uh, now uh, y'all gonna have to pay the price the price or whatnot, pay the piper for uh, participating and taking that and getting a whole bunch of other people on on that. That's yeah, that. they and the one more they definitely they definitely overstated the the efficacy. And the safe and effectiveness of it. It's not very, it's not, it's not safe for everybody, that's for sure. And it's not effective. It's not that effective. <laughs> that's yeah. for sure, too, seems like. Yeah. So, uh, so what was I, what I was about to say something else. Uh, oh, yeah, with the uh, McCartney dude running for the uh, House Speaker. Uh-huh. No, they, they need to hold out uh, Matt, Matt Bates or Gates or whatnot. 
yeah, I agree with him. Yeah, they need to hold out. Uh, we don't want none of them in that. Uh, if you was uh, being a, a lifelong politician, it's over with. We don't want you nowhere around here. McCartney's out. Uh, we want new people in there. Uh, McCartney's already showed his hand. Any other politician already showed your hand. If you was for all this vaccine and uh, shutting uh, America down, uh, being non-American, all this liberal uh, transgender trying to take the rights away from parents, all this little stuff, yeah. man. We uh, we getting you up out of there as far as voting you up out of there. Uh, yeah, they need to hold out. We don't want uh, McCartney in there or whatnot. We <laughs> want a new face. And they need to hold out as long as they possibly can. And I already are from Ohio. I want to say that I'm proud of y'all. Y'all stay holding out. And y'all, if y'all got to make sure y'all order food, and don't shower for a month, two months, three months, however, however long it takes. Y'all stand on y'all's ten toes and y'all hold out, but don't let him get back in the office, McCartney or whatnot. And if the uh, they fold before we fold, uh, but we ain't we ain't letting up. Just like I said, y'all hold out. We don't want no McCartney. He, they, y'all was pushing this vaccine. Y'all uh, let all this stuff come across the border. Y'all endangered America. Yeah. Don't know who coming across the border. You can you can. Guarantee, I guarantee you, it's a whole bunch of terrorists over here or whatnot. This uh, probably been having something to do with the, uh, a lot of these power plants and stuff being attacked and blown up or whatnot over here that they're not saying nothing about. So, yeah, no, y'all already uh, let us know what y'all think or how y'all feel and with your actions and your inactions that y'all ain't for America. So, therefore, we don't want y'all in these positions no more. And American people are uh, serious about this. And uh, y'all don't have to worry about ORDR from Ohio. I tell you one thing: all that FTX and y'all uh, taking that money or whatnot. I heard allegedly y'all been taking money from uh, drug people and from my, my bosses and a whole bunch of illegal money. I know y'all better get them them people's money back because they ain't me or whatnot. And uh, I'm pretty sure they serious about their money, and it's gonna <laughs> be a lot of. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, you deal, you dealing uh, with criminals or whatnot, and I'm pretty sure they can probably get their hands on you or whatnot. We, uh, if you got any type of common sense, uh, take, they can, you know, you playing with people, them my boss's money or whatnot, or uh, gangster's money or whatnot, they want their money back. So y'all need to be worried about getting them people their money back and stop all that scamming because they serious about that. But I thank you for your time, Hank, and I'll catch you later, buddy. Well, thank you, Art, from Ohio. Appreciate it, man. Take care. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, he mentioned the uh, McCartney, he called him. Paul McCartney. <laughs> Excuse me. Kevin McCarthy. I don't think that the Congress is as tough. I'm looking up at the Fox News screen. I think we should move the screen over to be over to there. So it's not distracting or, I don't know, because I frequently will look up and I notice that JLP will frequently look up. And people, normal people who don't know what's, what we're looking at are like, what are they looking at? Looking up there all the time. <laughs> uh, anyway, those people aren't so hardworking. They're, they like adjourn and come back at noon or something like that the next day. So they're not there like 24-7, you know? Weak. They're just... Have their cushy jobs. And... I don't know. I'm sure there's a lot of drudgery and boringness over there. (laughs) But, uh... 
terrible. Uh, you know, let me read a few chats from the live chat regarding epiphany. Epiphany. I never really knew what epiphany was, but it, like I said, it does have to do with the three wise men or the three kings coming from the east, from the Orient. The Orient or the Orientals? A um, couple of years after Jesus was born, visiting him. When I was a kid, I thought, oh, they, they all showed up on Christmas night or on uh, the night Jesus was born. No, they came, uh, they came later. And they were following a star. And they found the star had parked over where he was living, I guess. Did, he li- did they li- all live in Bethlehem somewhere? Because I think they met with King Herod, who was purportedly king of the Jews. And these three kings of the Orient, wise men, three wise men, said, King Herod, help us find the new king of the Jews. He was just born uh, within the past two or three years or so. And Herod's like, oh, yeah, go find them. Uh, so I can go worship him too or something like that. <laughs> and I think that they were warned by an angel after they did find him not to go back to Herod, but just to go. Because Herod didn't actually want to go and uh, worship Jesus or, or uh, honor Jesus. He wanted to kill him because he's like, next king of the Jews, I'm the king of the Jews. And so he killed all, all the boys under four. Sorry, kids. And uh, Matt living the dream says, those three kings, according to Matt living the dream, and he knows a lot of stuff, and he may be right about this. I'm not one to dispute it. We're from Daniel's school. Remember Daniel in the lion's den? Daniel, who was, I think, friends with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Only Daniel had a normal name (laughs) Uh, for some reason. Uh, He was taken into Babylon when Jerusalem was sacked, 600 years before Christ's birth. Amazing. So those three kings were from Daniel's school because Daniel was a wise, I don't know if he was from the tribe of Judah, so I don't know if I could call him a Jew, but he was from one of the wise Israelites, along with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were all wise. They ate only vegetables, and they had good color on them, whereas the other wise men who were hired in Babylon, or slaves or whatever, from other countries, ate choice meats, and they looked all sickly. So vegetables are good for you, according to the Bible, the Old Testament. (laughs) Of course, you are supposed to eat meat too, but maybe not so much choice meat. And vegetables, too. That's, it's in the Bible. I remember reading it. The th- those three kings didn't show up, according to Matt Living the Dream, until Jesus was two. Those gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh that you may have heard about uh, paved the way for Christ to get out of Israel when they were killing all the new birds, <laughs> which is a euphemism for uh, boys under four. That's right, Herod. Was Herod Jewish, too? He was purportedly king of the Jews. He was a wayward Jew, right? Something like that. Because he was married. Was he the same Herod who was married to Jezebel? And Jezebel's daughter seduced him with her dancing. And he's like, oh, I'll give you half, up to half my kingdom. And she's all, according to what Jezebel said, oh, give me the head of John the Baptist. Because John the Baptist said, oh, you're committing adultery by being with Jezebel or something like that. But anyway, I don't know if that's the same Herod. 
Uh, but vicious, nonetheless. Yeah, Jesus and, well, Mary and Joseph. Joseph was warned in a dream by an angel to get out of Bethlehem, right? I think. And so they went down to Egypt. Shout out to Egypt. Back in the day. So he fled and... uh, So where were the angels for all those other... Don't the other baby lives matter? (laughs) And under four-year-old lives matter? Apparently not. Not as much as Jesus' baby life mattered. Or toddler, or whatever you call it. (laughs) Interesting, huh? James... People of the past, 85% were vegetarians, according to Jabril. Is that Jabril? Jabril. Jabril? Jabril. Gabriel. Uh, I didn't know that those people came from uh, Daniel, Daniel's school. Daniel was loved by Nebuchadnezzar, I think. I think he was. And I think so were Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. One of those people who are the kings of Babylon. Some, some wise men or wise guys, should I say, convinced the king of Babylon or somebody to uh, have people worship him. And people who wouldn't worship him have to go into the fiery furnace or worship some statue that they made. Go into the fiery furnace. That was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And then there was a fourth man who got thrown in the, who was in the fire with them when they went into the fire and they didn't get burned. And people say that that was Jesus, but I don't know. But they, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego survived the fiery furnace, and Daniel survived the lion's den. But not the people who set him up. Didn't they get thrown into the hungry lion's den and get eaten up? Crazy. Different times, huh? Different times. And you know, let me also honor January 6th, I feel dumb calling them patriots now because uh, Hassan got uh, made to look silly uh, as- by being asked what a patriot is. Because <laughs> Hassan's wearing his uh, show show them your uh, your patriotic jacket, American flag jacket, Hassan. I heard that you're not supposed to wear the American flag, but this is not Amer- the American flag. It's a, an American flag motif. So I don't think that it's taking the. F- It's not taking an actual flag and making a mockery of it. People think, oh, you're not supposed to wear American flag bikinis and jackets and T-shirts and stuff. But I think, I don't know. Yeah. So uh, (laughs) what do you tell, JLP asked him what a patriot is because he was wearing this jacket this morning on the Jason Lee Peterson show. What is a patriot again? (laughs) Yeah, I I gave this whole analogy on, um, on how America... And God are uh, similar. America and God are similar. Well, because I was saying how, like, even in America, you, you you know, you hear veterans even say a lot of times, like, I fought for you to even be dumb. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Or if, I fought for you to have the right to say that dumb thing. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 you hear that. The freedom of speech. And yep. it's in a lot of ways, it's kind of true. It's kind of like how God will let you just... Be a mess, let you do your thing, and he he still loves you, you know. And America lets you do lets you do <laughs> dumb stuff, even if you don't love America. Yeah, that's that's an interesting point. And so that's 
And so how does that relate to patriotism? Is patriotism sort of next to godliness in that you let people be, let people suffer? Yeah, I think so. I think just being appreciative, being thankful for, because that's what I said. And then he was like, well, what does that mean to be <laughs> thankful and appreciative? And I think just, I guess, to be able to, uh, yeah, to have the ability to love it or not love it is, I guess, even the people who don't love it <laughs> can be considered patriots. But um, no, I think actually if you do love the country back, it's like, when you're a Christian and you love God back. <laughs> I don't know. You but, know what? Uh, what do you think of... So, you know what? I, I, I kind of think is of the patriotic protesters who got set up in uh, the January 6th thing. A lot of them were totally peaceful. And some of them didn't even go into the Capitol. Some moseyed on into the Capitol. I argue that it wasn't obvious to them that they shouldn't be going into the Capitol at that point. Yeah. Yet, yet they still got charged with trespassing and parading and all these things. But a lot of them were kind of like the, in my mind, the misguided Christians who are like Peter, overzealous Peter, who thought, I will never betray you, Jesus. And he cut off the ear of some soldier who went to arrest him or something like that. Yeah. And Jesus healed the ear of the of the soldier or whatever. And then Peter later, he got, he tucked his tail between his legs. Once it started to look like it was getting real, he got recognized and Jesus was like going towards his death. And he's like, I don't know the man. (laughs) So I feel like that's us patriots who are weak. We're emotional. We get caught up. We get set up. We get accused of being angry haters and we are many of us angry haters, but we love the country still. Like we, or have an emotional love for the country. We want what's right. We think. <laughs> what did you think of January sixth? Were you aware of what was going on in January sixth, twenty twenty one? I was. I almost went. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I do remember Jesse kind of even, uh, you know, just that was me kind of first hearing Jesse and like. Um, trying to stay away from the anger because I do think that uh, definitely, who knows, maybe there was Antifa there, maybe there was right. some setups, but it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that when one thing happened that the others didn't also overreact, potentially, right? and, you know, fall for the bait like, like you know, we all do. So, um. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that it it definitely was a just thing to want to verify the votes, want to check yeah. it all out, and I think we have the right to do that. It's just unfortunately, um, you you never know and can trust what is going on behind the scenes to make things turn into what they turn into. Yeah, it and, is so interesting. And initially, I was like, man, if Trump would have went. It would have been like George Washington, like <laughs> leading the the you know the the people. But I'm I'm so glad now that he didn't, because if there was gonna be a setup, regardless, it would have really been. I mean, they're already trying to blame it on him, and he wasn't there. Yeah, so if he would have been there, 
and there still would have been some foul play on the other side, he would have been cooked. Interesting. You know, so I think it was good that he, you know, didn't. Yeah, you know, people have called my show. One guy called my show and said that he was, the FBI raided his home. He was like an Italian guy, I think, New Yorker. Uh, the FBI or somebody, feds, raided his home because he was seen on security camera footage stepping through a broken window. It looked like a doorway, and he was he was making excuses, and it may be a valid excuse. It was so crowded that he had nowhere else to go but through that doorway once he got to the doorway. But it was actually not a doorway. It was a broken window. <laughs> he stepped through into the Capitol building. And uh, when you see trouble like that, you should probably go the other way, <laughs> you know. I don't know if he was able to see trouble or, or had the wherewithal, but we got to be wise and not get caught because they're so lying and deceiving and selectively, selectively punishing people and over, way overboard punishing people, who in my opinion, many of them are not even guilty. You know, these, in my opinion, Derek Chauvin probably doesn't even belong in jail. But they got a murder conviction, murder with, I say, with an asterisk, separate from the January 6th thing. But there's so much injustice going on that you have to see that you're not going to get justice in the courts or anything. So it's, it's best to avoid the trouble in the first place. There's a time not to avoid trouble, but there's a, like you said, when, you're, when you get caught up, and like Jesse says, when you get caught up, then you're going to get messed up. Man, it's crazy how they lie and say, uh, or I don't know if they're lying. I think they are. But they go way overboard saying, oh, it was safe and secure, or oh, this is safe and effective. They're like too quick to affirm something as this way and call us conspiracy theorists before, in my mind, there's any real proof, time to have proof about what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. And, you know, just to make that point that you just made about the, you know, whatever, Derek Chauvin or January 6th, or, yeah. it's kind of similar to... um you know, not to bring up on Jesse's show, but that last clip that we played of the woman oh, and yeah. her husband. It, Explain what went down there. Yeah, so th- th- this man and this woman looked like they were walking by um, some people that were on the street, and the, the guy looked like he was, like, telling her, hey, I need to take your purse and protect, you know, just in case what, anything might happen here. Uh-huh. And she goes and tells the... <laughs> the, the people, hey, he's racially profiling you guys. He's wow. he's you know saying that you're gonna steal steal and calling you names. And Francisco made a good point saying that you could tell that wasn't the first time that he was weak to her in that in that moment. Yeah, it was years probably potentially or of for it to get to that place. So I'm just saying in that way, we've allowed so many years of different things like maybe the Derek Chauvin or like January 6th or the the weakening of 
uh, men, the yeah. the whole race thing, everything that now it's yeah, it's just it's out of control. Yeah, and it feels so hateful for somebody, or it feels hateful to them, for somebody to stand up and tell the truth. They think Jesse's hateful. Yeah, they think Nick Fuentes and these other guys who uh, who are white, who or purported partly white, who tell the truth about what's going on with the races and stuff like that. It sounds so hateful, anti-Semitic and all that stuff. And they're just talking like normal people, really. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. Like, it's so... There's been no uh, vac- a vacancy, a vacuum of no truth that when some truth comes in, everybody re- overreacts like crazy. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Shameful. It's unbelievable to that... Like how the Bible And women says, running the show and men... Feebly trying to stand up and tell the truth. <laughs> yeah. Like the Bible says, woe to the man who calls bad good and yeah, and uh, good bad. So woe to America, the yeah. American establishment. Anyway, yeah. man, terrible. Thank you, Hassan. Yes, appreciate sir. it, man. Thank you. Happy January 6th to you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Let me get to Frederick in California. Speaking of January 6th, Frederick. In California, you're on the line. How are you doing? Good morning, Hank. How are you? Doing fine. You know it's Hake, not Hank, right? I say Hake. Hake. Okay. I say hake every time. Okay. With a cake. Nice. I got a, I got a southern accent a little bit. No problem. I don't mind All Hank right. either, but some people think it's Hank. And if they search for the Hank report, they're not going to find me because it's H-A-K-E. Hake. Yeah. H-A-K-E. Yeah. That's how I, I like Hank H-A-K-E. too, though. <laughs> no, I never say Hank. Okay. It might sound like it, but it's Hank. Right on. Yeah. January 6th. Happy January 6th to you. Thank you, man. <laughs> happy January 6th to you as well. Were you in support right, of the, pa- the patriotic, mostly peaceful capital protesters? The peaceful man, ones. I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't in I support of the people moshing right with now. the cops. I wasn't in support of people breaking the windows or pl- or goofing off, clowning around with a podium and all that stuff. What about the pride issue? Pride? Yeah. You mean like false pride in your country and stuff like that? Putting the country no, as like, God? Once was they it, got what? up there, they, I like once they got to the doors, they were too prideful to turn around and walk away. <laughs> I think they was like, go. They were getting pushed in, and it was peer pressure. Like, Interesting. I can't walk back through this crowd. I got to go in. I'm up here now. There is, there may be some, there may well have been some of that going on. People are weak. Point of no return, you know what I mean? Yeah, interesting. And they just crowd them in like sheep and then charge them all. But (laughs) in the future, if blacks do it, how much time do they need? Two years? If blacks do it, if blacks do it and they're on the wrong side, they'll get away with it. If blacks do it and they're on the right side, they will get... Per- prosecuted, persecuted. But blacks who, Anytime. you know, women did that. Well, I don't know if they broke windows, but the women protested, uh, the feminists, including probably some male feminists, protested the, they interrupt the pro- interrupted the proceeding of Brett Kavanaugh, who was mm-hmm. going to be Trump's nominee for uh, the Supreme Court. Or he was Trump's nominee. All in the hallways trying to lay Yeah, and they, and they disrupted it. They disrupted where any of them charged. They, they, they you may have even 
have accused them of trespassing. Those weren't normal white women aren't so aren't the main ones who support abortion and all that stuff. Normal white women are not. corralling them and locking them up. You know they have lawyers, so they real delicate with them. You know, black people don't have lawyers. They're gonna get a public defender, throw their ass out, throw them in jail, <laughs> lock them up. Sorry, kids. They call. But what I wanted to say on the January 6th issue is, yeah, they said in president and the world's watching and the people in the higher up, the Federal Reserve, the real people running the government, they don't care about the Democrats and Republicans, like you said. They're trying to protect their fake facade and they're done with Trump. You know, they're not picking the speaker for a reason. They're trying to get the lobbyists to come over on their side so they can get the money. Them 20 is going against the Republicans. Watch uh-huh. the money. Huh. Yeah, I'm it, telling you. And that and sort of went over whoopee, my head, but whoopee. I'm not saying that you, you may be, you may be on to something. I'm not sure, but that went over my head a bit. You uh, lost well, me yeah, when you said the like, Federal Reserve picks what happens. I don't know if that's tr- yeah. true. It may be true. true. I don't understand yeah. it, though. I don't they understand how Democrat it works. The Democrat and the Republican Party, they're going to back whoever backs their agenda. And right now, both parties are agreeing with money in the Ukraine, whatever, yeah. on the Federal Reserve's agenda. I mean... Bipartisan means be- evil, usually. <laughs> Bipartisan doesn't mean it's uh, reasonable people working together. No, it's evil people working together. No, we can do a reset. We uh-huh. just have to get the people that's in office, out of office, with more politicians running on... We're going to discover the truth about this religion. And Jewish people cannot uh, cry discrimination over words. What happened to freedom of speech? I know. Now it's so crazy. Freedom of speech. It is so and, wild. I, you know, I've was, I once thought about, I once used to say that some of the Muslims who are peaceful, but they're liberals, are more concerned with so-called Islamophobia than with um, than with terrorism that yeah. is disproportionately committed by the Muslims, and then the the Jewish people, like even Ben Shapiro, whom I like, seems more concerned with uh, so-called anti-Semitism of people like Kanye than with the evil that Kanye is pointing out from. The from many Jewish people, so it's the like telecommunication system makes you see and believe what they want you to see and believe. Huh. Whoopi Goldberg yeah. ain't gonna go for it. She don't apologize twice, but she's got money, and she's one of those black women that don't like apologizing. Yeah, so she's gonna do her due diligence. What does that mean? Um, What's that mean? Whoopi Goldberg will do her due diligence. You said that she apologized she's gonna, twice. She's gonna say, she apologized she said, twice to the Jewish people or something? Yes, because she called them a race. She said they're not a race. When she thinks oh, okay. race. Oh, I vaguely remember something like color. that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, she said something about the Jews and they called her racist. Uh-huh. Said, How is it racist when Jews don't refer to a color? And she still went back and walked it back, but then she went back on her and followed up what she was saying, trying to clarify it, making more sense, and they jumped on her again. <laughs> so <laughs> I was just like, 
Wow. Okay, I see where this is going. So, what is her due but diligence? At the same time, it's it's not getting any better right now because people are not waking up. That's just like you saying, or black people steal. Did you know theft, car theft, and burglary all combined into billions of dollars? A wage theft from corporate America is more than all three of those combined, and nobody gets locked up or say a word about it. You employees said, stealing from the workers. Oh. $15.1 billion. Employers. Never employers it. stealing from their workers? Yes. I had not heard that, but that's an interesting point. There, there is a lot of, there is a lot of white collar crime, as they call it, right, or big time crime that is very destructive as well. Not to excuse yeah. the. Don't even look at their paychecks, and it be short. I mean, you got to actually go into human resources and ask them who's in charge of these companies and human resources that's overcharging their workers $15.1 billion, more than all theft combined in America, and no one's talking about it, nobody's getting fired. But all the theft in America is also bringing America down because it's like you're, you're, you're also creating an opportunity cost to the community because every time there's a theft or when the more there are, are normal blue-collar thefts, if you will. But what I'm saying is maybe they're stealing because the workers are stealing from their checks. But one wrong they're doesn't justify... They're breaking even from what they're stealing. I doubt that that's what's happening, but one even if that work <laughs> even if that were happening, one wrong doesn't justify another because you're only causing the community I know, around but you. If you only focus on one, you're gonna lock them up. I know, but let That's me finish. Money. I know, but let me okay. finish. I get your okay. point about we're only focusing on like the one that's in our face because you th- you, you see when a car's you. gone, you don't see necessarily when money's gone from a company. So I get your point about that. I'm not discounting. Yeah, that. and once they lock you up. You pay, they're going to get the money from the white man to pay for the taxes to build prisons. You can can pay a fine. (laughs) But hold on, man. Let me finish my point because you keep on interrupting me. Uh, Okay, go ahead. Finish your point. When when there's theft in a community, that community's businesses don't do well because they don't want to be doing business in that community or the people don't feel safe in in that community. So you're making, not only is the person who lost that car uh, out, uh, his car, but also the community is affected by the cu- the cumulative uh, crime climate of that blue collar crime. I so disagree. you're so you're you disagree with that? Yes, because every store that opens in a black neighborhood has a higher premium on their insurance, and they charge more for the groceries in that in that store, putting the price on the consumer. So if anything gets stolen at the end of the year they can file and take a loss and get paid back, reimbursed for theft. So that's not hurting them. The company's stealing money out of No, I'm not talking about it's hurting the business. I I didn't say, I'm saying those, I'm, well, you said car theft, which is more than just businesses getting stuff stolen. Regular theft, shoplifting, and burglary. Every time someone's not home, all of those three combined don't equal up to wage theft. So the money you're taking out of the people that live... No, in I don't care about... We're, we're talking about something completely different, man. I'm talking about the state of the community. The community is a mess. And you're, you're pretending that it's all, it's all fine because they get reimbursed by insurance companies, allegedly. No, I no, doubt no, that. No, the community's a mess. True. 
Yeah, see, the, I told you, that's what I'm telling you, is the community is suffering as a result, and the people who are stealing are not really getting away with it either. They're I'm living horrible lives. are suffering because of wage theft in the community. Which, is there, is one worse than the other? If one racked up, like, if one is three times as much as the other, I believe, yes, one worse than the other. No, man, it's all it's all the same because the more you have that no. culture of theft, the more of a communist country you have. You don't have a high trust society. High trust society. High trust society. You don't have a high trust society when you have banks charging you overdraft fees because the company you work for shorted you. Complain, your complain all you want about the uh, complain all you want about the banks. It doesn't excuse that the blacks are not creating a high trust society by ha- having a high theft in by uh, excusing the theft. You're ex- are you excusing the theft of the blacks and the Hispanics no, and the no, and the I Armenians and whoever else is doing that? I don't even say I don't even say blacks commit half of the theft. No, I'm talking but about. I'm are you excusing? Saying, are you excusing the theft? No, I'm just. Then why are you trying to compare it? And all the theft. Why are you trying to compare it? I'm not. I'm saying. Focus yeah, you on are. You literally the trying to compare it. Yeah, I'm trying to compare it because. So one says, and on, listen, on one half, a community gets locked up. You have to pay taxes. They come out with a worse record, and they can't get a job. And it messes up the whole community over theft. Stuff. It's their or fault. When, true enough. You got to okay. do the time for the crime. Yeah. Right. But the wage gap and disparity from 71 to today hasn't changed between whites and blacks. Whose fault like is that? It's y'all's fault. Who raised Who is, these black Americans? It's whites' fault? Who raised these black Americans? Their mothers? No. White people in slavery raised these black Americans. No, white people in slavery raised upstanding blacks. <laughs> they were, I mean, they were, I mean, Who yeah, they had, a li- they had a large criminal element even back then, I guess. But not as what? out of control as today. They didn't used to be what? committing crimes like animals. this, man. They weren't even citizens. How can you be a criminal and not a citizen? They were you not, cr- the <laughs> they were not criminals. The blacks were not, you need to read the antidote healing America from the poison of hate, blame and victimhood by Jesse Lee Peterson, because <laughs> victimhood. that's what makes compassion. That's why Jesus had to die. That's why the Jews was holocausted. That's why the South plays victim. That's why. Everybody and that's what we need to heal from. from. Huh? Victims become perpetrators. You don't want to be victims. No, victim is a sacrifice to God. That's what Jesus was. <laughs> so you think the blacks the who feel like they're victims, they're sacrifices to God? I believe they believe their ancestors were. No, man, they were not sacrifices at all. They were slaves. Slaves are not sacrifices. Sometimes God puts you through the fire to make um nice, uh, what, what they call it? Uh, diamonds. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's precious. No <laughs> pressure. <laughs> he knows better than me. <laughs> You're educated. Yeah. I, but I you don't know, know what I'm saying. Ain't yeah, it's yeah. all going to work out. Y'all feeling like y'all losing America because the people that's in charge at January 6th or the majority of the white men that's in charge, they can't play victim because they are in power. If they really wanted to overthrow their capital, they should have came with all of their forces. Whites are not, not in charge of their majority. country. Anyway, Frederick, thanks, man. We're... We've gone on quite long. 
Happy, okay. Okay. happy yeah. Epiphany to you. Do you celebrate Epiphany? No. Okay. Because you're from, you're no, Mayotte. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Comedic. It's coming out. I'm glad you know. Because you right. said something today about polynism. And I was thinking that total depravity and original sin that we're born in, that, like, why would people do good if they think that they're already born as devil's children? Yeah. That's crazy. Well, you have a good day, hey. All right, you too, Frederick. That was Frederick in California. <sighs> Terrible. Before I get back to calls, hang tight, callers. <sighs> My goodness, I want to cover this dirty Hollywood money. I have this picture. It's a screenshot from Romeo and Juliet. I think I forget what I called it. It's this lame. Well, I don't know if it's lame. But these guys, look at them. These are two movie stars, and those those guys are young people. They're minors. They're under 18, I think, in this photograph, this black and white still photo of 1968 movie Romeo and Juliet. They're suing Paramount over nude scenes that were filmed when they were minors. I guess it was different times back then, huh? Interesting. But those are 16 and 15 and 16 years old, those two young, young man and young lady, or boy and girl. Comedy Nonsense Network reported $500 million. That's how much two actors, an actor and an actress, Olivia Hussey, <laughs> Hussey, get it? Anyway, and Leonard Whitting, Whiting are seeking from Paramount Studios for allowing the 1968 film Romeo and Juliet to be released with scenes showing them naked when they were minors according to a lawsuit filed last week. They were 15 and 16 at the time that there was an intimate scene featuring images of their naked bodies. What, they weren't there when they did it? They were there when they did it. (laughs) They agreed to do it. I mean, granted, they were 15 and 16, but I remember when I was 15 and 16 in high school, I wouldn't have gotten naked. Maybe they grew up in a different, more degenerate Hollywood culture, even back in the 60s, huh? Who knows? Um, are, are these guys Christians? I don't know. They look like they could be normal. The guy looks like he could be a normal white. I don't know. Uh, Leonard Whiting, Olivia Hussey. They, uh, the, the intimate scene featuring naked, featuring images of their so-called nude bodies. I call it naked has caused them mental anguish and emotional distress in the 55 years since its release. Well, now you're going to be even more embarrassed because now we all know about it. I didn't even know about this. If I had seen... Well, I haven't seen pictures of these guys since then, so I won't recognize them. And I haven't watched this movie. I don't plan to. Blame your parents for letting you, right? They were accusing Paramount Studios of sexual exploitation and distributing naked images of adolescent children. The The complaint alleges the film's director, Franco... Zeffirelli, Zeffirelli, two F's, one R, double L, Zeffirelli, who died in 2019 and is not named as a defendant in this lawsuit, assured the actors they would, there would be no nudity. So he lied to them, according to them, according to this lawsuit. How many, 55 years later, the, what in the world? Uh, and they would be able to wear flesh-colored gar- undergarments during the bedroom-slash-love scene. That's a quote from the, from the complaint. 
Zeffirelli supposedly said they must act in the nude or the picture would fail. So they agreed to it. They're both in their 70s now. Talk about a lack of dignity and claim they've missed out on job opportunities since. So they want $500 million. Their manager complained there was no Me Too back then. (laughs) That's a good thing. Have some dignity. Now you're calling attention to it. Gross. What's up with the boomers? If you're in your 70s, most of the time you're a boomer, right? Still? So that's an interesting story. Sort of. Here's another guy. Flash forward to present day. Another teenager. 18-year-old. Another effeminate male. This is even worse than that one, maybe. Declares a false identity. I mentioned this in Hake News. Will he sue the world down the road (laughs) for violating his innocence? Or will he sue his parents? Because it started with his parents. From Commie Nonsense Network today, Stranger Things star. Stranger Things, I guess, is it, what, a TV show or something? Noah Schnapp. Schnapp. S-C-H-N-A-P-P. Says, surprise, he identifies as gay. The actor has revealed he shares more similarities with his on-screen character, Will Byers, who is another gay, supposedly, than he previously thought. I don't get what that point is. But the top story is Stranger Things star Noah Schnapp comes out as gay on TikTok, which is a Chinese social media platform that I'm not active on. Uh, So here's from Variety. Noah Schnapp, who plays the closeted so-called gay teenager Will Byers on Netflix's Stranger Things. Netflix. Disgusting. Netflix hates white people, America, uh, law and order. They love Black Lives Matter. They're the scum of the earth. Netflix. At least their CEO and his wife. Uh, In a video posted to his TikTok account Thursday, the 18-year-old actor wrote, quote, When I finally told my friends and family that I was gay after being scared in the closet for 18 years. Wait a minute. He's 18 years old. He was scared in the closet for 18 years. He was a baby. He was scared as a baby. Doesn't make sense to me. Liar. Fake news. We need a fact check. And all they said was, we know. Well, I mean, look at him. He doesn't look too morally straight to me. He doesn't look very masculine. They made him effeminate. He comes from an effeminate culture, though. Cut him some slack. He does come from an effeminate culture. Not a normal white. I'll explain later. Uh, He's all, you know that it, wait a minute. Oh, never mind. He said something like, it was never that serious. In the caption of his TikTok video, he said, I guess I'm more similar to Will than I thought, whatever that means. Uh, so according to Wikipedia early life check, Schnapp, Noah Schnapp, 18 years old, just the tender age of 18, was born in New York City, of course, to Mitchell and Karine Schnapp, who was born Perez, Perez, Perez. But that's not a Hispanic last name, apparently. He was raised in Scarsdale, New York. Schnapp is Jewish, not a Christian, and had his bar mitzvah in Israel. That's when he turned 12 and he became a man. And then at 18, he came out of the closet and became a woman. <laughs> not, the, not a transgender woman, just a... Anyway. 
evil. He has a twin sister. So they're frater- are they fraternal twins or are they identical twins? <laughs> I'm just kidding. If you have a twin sister and you're a boy or a young man, you can't be identical, can you? Anyway, he holds both U.S. and Canadian citizenship. Oh, terrible. Just like uh, that, that young man. Anyway, uh, his father is of Russian Jewish descent, while his mother is Moroccan Jewish ancestry. So Moroccans, I guess, can be called Perez as well. Perez. Perez. Is that a biblical name too? Because it's, I know it's a Hispanic last name. I thought it was a Hispanic last name. But yeah, that culture is woman-oriented. That's why they're a bunch of liberals, I gather. I've learned. That's what I've learned over, the, over time. One more. Oh, no. I don't have time for one more actor. I was going to talk about a, a perhaps slightly more morally straight actor, Edward Norton. But I guess that'll have to wait, and I have to get to calls and stuff. And it's almost the top of the hour. And I don't know, I have to get to this immigration thing. Maybe I'll have to skip the Skims report. Because <laughs> I want to talk about Skim, and I also want to talk about uh, Federale, fifthcolumnist.wordpress.com. Uh, interesting source I've come across. I think I learned about him on uh, via... Asmodore's TKR official, another history and present day news source that I sometimes refer to. Uh, But now is time for some Christmas music, guys. Yes, Amy Grant, (laughs) the queen of CCM, contemporary Christian music. Breath of Heaven, Mary's song. Enjoy, guys. Or gals, anyway. Gals will enjoy it. I like this song. And we'll be right back for hour two. Hang tight. You may have to turn it up. I don't know.
Huge difference, <laughs> says Jose. Well, thank you, Amy Grant. It's a Christmas song. Music, no, please, no. No, I, I appreciate it. One of the church young ladies used to sing this song every Christmas at the church I used to go to a lot. Over in SGV, San Gabriel Valley. Press mute. Never listen to Hake's devilish music. It comes from the dumpster of the satanic temple, and you will burn in hell, says Nugget Man. Traveling a moonless night when there aren't, were not any headlights seems dangerous, says DJ on Paul. Baby, baby. That was one another one of her more crossover, secular-friendly songs. Limbo Drones. For FPV noobs, says. <laughs> Slit your wrists, tunes. <laughs> no! Hague's playlist needs to go to the gym. This song is turning the freaking frogs gay. Sorry, kids. I like that song too, Hake. Thank you, Paul Rao. I wish this was Hake singing, says MR Jennings. Muted but still here, says Kilo Alpha One. I've always liked Amy Grant. Uh... Secretly an Amy Grant fan is Kevin Howe. It explains a lot. <laughs> uh, um, you know, before I get back to calls and stories, I want to provide a fact check, fact, fact, fact check from our uh, Odyssey chat, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at the Hake Report slash live. Uh, my caller last hour... Frederick from California was seemingly downplaying black crime and other criminals who were uh, stealing cars and merchandise and shoplifting and all that mess, taking care of business states. Black people don't have lawyers? That's BS. Bogus speech. Everything is anti-Semitism to Ben Shapiro. (laughs) Uh, He says... I cannot confirm nor deny. They have a higher premium and price of goods because of the crime. You dum-dum. Crime directly affects prices. Yeah, think about it. Frederick of California. They act like, oh, they have insurance. Bogus speech, BS, doesn't come with a cost to the company or individual. They have to pay deductible for every instance. Why would they open a business when it's consistently costing them money? Of course, they'd increase prices if their businesses are consistently being robbed and otherwise stolen from 
and threats to their lives and other things. Uh, They need to offset the expenses of being stolen from. Yeah, and it's not... It's not business friendly. High crime areas are not business friendly. And high rent areas too, by the way. And there's like a lot of empty businesses ever since the China virus communist shutdowns and crime, Black Lives Matter crime, and other things. They have public defenders, Hake. <laughs> I know. Terrible. What a mess. So thank you for the voice of reason. Sometimes these uh, young black whippersnappers, 46-year-old or however old, however old, just say stuff willy-nilly. And it's hard to fact check everything. Terrible. Anyway. Oh, a super chat. On uh, streamlabs.com slash the Hake Report about that 18-year-old not morally straight guy, not a Christian. Lord Bibby42 states, Noah Schnapp has played a gay character for more than one-third of his life from age 12 to present through puberty years where the mind is easily taken advantage of. Ask him to sit on... Oh, God. <laughs> I disavow this phrase. Anderson Cooper or Mark Ruffalo's lap. (laughs) Uh, uh, Lord, baby, 42. Have mercy. If he sits, then that confirms it. (laughs) Confirms what? I don't want to ask. I don't want to know. Terrible. Uh, But thank you. Appreciate the support, man. Uh, by the way, based America First with a super chat says Joe Obama and Art from Ohio call him O Biden, and I call him Sleepy Joe, who said we're not in a recession. Traveled to Kentucky on Wednesday and said, "Think about why the recession got so bad two years ago. Perhaps recession started with him shutting down Keystone XL." P.S. I think your super chats are caught up. Yeah, I think so too, man. Yes. <sighs> Hague finally caught up with the Super Chats. Yes, I think I did. Nice. Right on. I was out for months. Three surgeries. But I'm back in 2023. (laughs) What a mess. Let me get to Giuseppe in Texas. I think that's the name of of his first name. Giuseppe, am I pronouncing your name correctly? Absolutely. Happy New Year, Brother Jake. Thank you. Oh, Happy Brother New Year Hake, to you. Sorry. <laughs> no I have worries. a dear friend of mine whose name is Jake. I always think of him. Yeah, people call me Jake. People who've known me for years call me Jake sometimes because James and Hake. <laughs> it, it's easier to the tongue than Hake. Yeah, they even type it. Funny enough. Oh, no, that's, well, the J that's is right it. next to the H, so it's understandable yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, you're giving them an excuse. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Typical white. Um, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> hey, hey, the great. So, hey, full disclosure. Okay, so I, I want to offer some, not criticism, but my observation All right. of the work over the past years, because I've, I've been, you know, you know that I've been calling you, I think, from when you started. Wow. So, yes, full disclosure. I'm a fan of the show, uh, both, uh, obviously, Jesse's and yours. 
and uh, I've donated to Bond the, the whole nine yards. So anything I'm going to say, it really does come out of uh, first being a fan. And All right. Then, okay, my, my two cents. Okay, so when, you, when you're doing the news, right, uh, the Hake Hour, the Hake Report on Jesse's show, okay. or even sometimes between your guests and callers, right, to me, that those moments are you, in my opinion, at your best. It's like the joke that you just made a few minutes ago with the, the Jewish kid. So he's born a, a, a guy, he gets a bar mitzvah, and now he's a woman. <laughs> There's stuff that you say, you know, under your breath, to the side, the throwaways, you know, in comedy they call that a throwaway. Your throwaways are great, and you seem really comfortable doing that. And to me, as an observer, I go, wow, he really excels at that. So why not narrow your focus to six minutes, five minutes uh, hits of contact of con- uh, content and run with it that way? See if there's money in um, just those that small hit of content. I don't know how digital market. I don't know anything about the money or the business. <laughs> I'm just talk. saying that that that, or even if you wanted to extend it a little bit longer, you could do it. It'd be like news updates, a la hate, and that style I have not seen. Plus, you you're sincere. You look comfortable when you're doing that. I think you. I don't know. That's that's my two cents. Or Appreciate even it. I was thinking as I was waiting for you, I was like. Well, why can't he do a news program that's targeted to kids <laughs> and, and, and have fun with that? Yeah, because they need somebody to introduce them to politics, but from um, a Christian perspective, if you will, like, don't get angry. But by the way, it looks like this is going on in the world or whatever. I don't know. So yeah. that's my two cents. Happy New Year. Your thoughts. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. You know, I have one of my interns, if you want to call him oh, or her, her that doing well doing a uh and it's unpaid totally unpaid um oh, even better set it up so that i could make create clips from my show more much more easily and so i take an extra maybe an hour or less and go through and uh cut out clips from my show and it just takes like a just not long at all to publish them and so i well I publish the file and then I upload them to YouTube and then and so I like have a backlog of little clips, some little some littler than others. And so yeah. maybe I could use clips from my longer show to serve to that purpose, that maybe. Intention. I'm saying to set out with that intention. That's the content that you're creating. Boom, five minutes or whatever it is, five, six minutes on uh-huh. these three on these three events of the day or this topic, whatever. Interesting, man. But, I but, appreciate but, it. But basically reduce all the fat. Get rid of, you know, get rid of the callers and all. just reduce it. Get, just, just give them six minutes of what you do great. All right. Well, thank you for the suggestion. I shall consider it. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to... I don't know if I'm going to end my show. I, I don't think that I would... I'm not, I don't think I'm I would necessarily kidding. do that, but... But it is. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But it, I, if I'm gonna cook, 
I'm going to make them a lot of what I make great. And then I might do some other stuff. But, but other I people in great, the chat are like begging for callers sometimes. So there's, you know what I mean? Yes. The, the, walk, the walk of the entrepreneur is difficult. But <laughs> And you. also, I God like to mix it up with various different things. But thank you, Giuseppe. Uh, you're welcome. Say hello, everybody. Happy New Year. Bye. All right. Bye. You too, man. Nice guy. Okay, let me get to this. Uh, I almost said Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> uh, Edward Norton, American history actor. I was, I guess, I guess introduced to him from American History X, which I didn't really like that movie. He said some stuff that was true in that movie. <laughs> you know what this means? Not welcome. Funny. Uh, this is from Comedy Nonsense Network, thir- uh, Thursday, the 5th of... January 2023 A.D., Edward Norton discovers that Pocahontas, not Elizabeth Warren, is his 12th great-grandmother. The Oscar-nominated actor, (laughs) Oscar-nominated, grew up hearing a long-standing family rumor, not reunion, that he was related to the real-life Pocahontas. He recently confirmed it to be fact on an episode of PBS show Finding Your Roots. That's with that Henry Louis Gates Jr. thug from, like, Harvard University or somewhere. You know, the one who felt like he was racially profiled by that cop during the Obama administration, and the, Obama said the cops acted stupidly. Some of you guys may not remember that story. But then they had, like, a beer summit and invited the cop and the he was pretending like he was, it was racially profiled. But, you know, he, he looked like he was breaking into his house, his own house. <laughs> Henry Louis Gates, he's black. And he'd, he finds people who are descendants of slave owners or descendants of slaves. And Edward Norton was a descendant of Pocahontas, 12th great-grandmother. I think they also found out, according to this pro- black professor, thug, Henry, I call him a thug, <laughs> Henry Louis Gates Jr., that he was also a descendant of it. He had an ancestor who owned a family of slaves. A family of slaves. See that? Edward Norton learned that Pocahontas is 12th great-grandmother and that another ancestor owned a family of slaves. I thought that slavery broke up most families. Nope, not true. I heard that most families were, were stuck together. I don't want to say it's absolutely not true, Maybe it's not most families were, were kept together. But I heard that the slaves were kept together as families, at least when they're like young kids or whatever. I'm not sure. At relatively young age, a boy becomes a man, right? Ever heard of a bar mitzvah? Uh, or even younger. And then they can get sold away, you know? But anyway, a family of slaves. Interesting, huh? Edward Norton. Is he an anti-white actor? So he's part engine. American engine. Uh, Pocahontas married John... Is it John Smith or John Rolfe? Way back in 1614 in Jamestown, Virginia. I watched the movie Pocahontas as not that young of a kid. My mother made me watch it with my little brother. I guess I was in high school. There's Pocahontas. Looks a little bit like Elizabeth Warren, I suppose. Not really. Two eyes and a nose and a mouth. <laughs> uh, what's good about her? I don't remember. 
I just the only thing I remember from that movie of note is when you shoot, you should shoot with both eyes open <laughs> when you shoot your musket. Oh, I'm do, I'm pulling a Joe Biden, pretending I'm holding a shotgun. <laughs> Joe Biden said, "Get a shotgun, get a shotgun, and if you're somebody's breaking in, fire two rounds in the air, not rounds, two shots in the air, something like that." Two slugs in the air. Not slugs. Uh, Elizabeth Warren was called Pocahontas by our greatest president, Donald J. Trump. Because she thought that she was Indian. American Indian. I say Indian to distinguish them from Indian. And people say that it's a slur. I say it's not a slur. So I'm not saying it slurringly. Uh... Even though literally it is slurring, I guess. Uh, Because a lot of Canadians like Nick, Nicolas, Nickstream, I don't know if he's Canadian, think I'm talking about uh, India Indians. No, I'm talking about American Indians. People say Native Americans. I'm Native American. Native American is not American Indian. Elizabeth Warren was 1,10,299th part per... (laughs) Pocahontas. Crypto hater. <laughs> uh, let's see. Pocahontas welcomed English, English settlers to the current day U.S. So she was not genocided. Uh, was, that, was that American Indian genocide or was that white genocide when she married John Rolfe interracial? Uh, anyway, this show found that Norton's third great-grandfather, John Winstead, owned a family of slaves, including a 55-year-old man, a 37-year-old woman, and five young girls, four, six, eight, nine, and ten. He expressed that that part of history didn't sit well with him. Edward Norton is 53. Be proud, man! Be proud of your slave owner owning ancestor. It's not a judgment on you or your own life, but it's a judgment on history of this country, and it needs to be acknowledged first and foremost, and then it needs to be contended with, says sleazy. Who said that? Henry Louis Gates said that? I don't know. Oh, no, maybe, maybe Edward Norton himself said that. You don't have to judge the slave owners. Give me a break, please. What kind of slave owners were they? Were they upstanding slave owners, Christian slave owners, or were they unchristian slave owners? I heard that there were unchristian slave owners. I'm not sure. When you read slave aged eight, you just want to die, said Edward Norton. Where's my spittoon? Let me get it. Edward Norton, this is for you, too. That wasn't a very convincing spit, was it? So, please. Ridiculous. Anyway, um, he's not the only weak, weak. I put W-H in weak. He's not the only weak white. Is he weak? Or is he just talking? He's not the only weak white, though, Edward Norton. No, there are princes who are weak. Prince just kind of sounds weak nowadays, you know. Weak quote from Prince Harry. 
from Tuesday of this week, and then I will get to uh, callers, guys. Call Me Nonsense Network, CNN reports, Tuesday, the 3rd of January of this year, 2023 AD. Quote, I want a family, not an institution. That's Prince Harry. Is he even Prince anymore? I thought he stepped down. Airing his grievances about the British royal family in a, in a new interview, new interview clip released Monday from British network ITV. After making headlines, I grabbed my spittoon again, uh, for their Netflix docuseries, Harry and Meghan, because they love the interracial marriage between Harry and this half-black, so-called American, anti-American female named Meghan Markle, who's mildly attractive, perhaps even more than mildly attractive. But uh, she's about my age. Did you know that? (laughs) What are the chances? Anyway, then... New clip shows the pair is expected to share even more details about their decision to step back from their royal duties. Then they should be stripped of their royal titles. Harry, go back to being just Harry. And Meghan Markle, Duke and Duchess of Sussex. More like Prince Tattletale. Common Nonsense Network reported yesterday, Prince Harry alleges his brother William, Prince William to you, that's Mr. Prince William to you, Physically attacked him, according to the far-left female-oriented outlet The Guardian. Not very Christian either. In fact, outright anti-Christian. The Guardian. About to spit. A new book seen by The Guardian apparently has shocking details on the, on the brother's royal rift. Report, this far-left females at The Skim reported today, Prince Harry. Today's Friday, the 6th of January. Happy January 6th, guys. Happy Epiphany, Happy Orthodox Christmas, or Merry Orthodox Christmas. And uh, pray for the patriotic protesters, persecuted Americans who wanted their country's integrity preserved. But instead, they got smeared. And they kind of brought it on themselves, but still, yeah. Uh, Prince Harry, according to the far-left females at the Skim, The Guardian yesterday shared details from the royals' upcoming memoir, Spare. Why is it called Spare? Don't know. Some of the bombshell allegations that his older brother, Prince William, knocked him to the floor during a fight over Meghan Markle. (laughs) Oh, so it was a fight. That's not physically attacked him. Well, who knows? And that William and Kate told Harry to wear the 2005 Nazi costume. (laughs) I vaguely remember something to that effect. Prince Harry used to be based. No, I'm kidding. But he wore a Nazi costume in 2005. What, for Halloween or something? No comment yet from Kensington Palace and Buckingham Palace. So Prince Tattletale being weak and cowardly, pathetic. Tattletale. You you don't have a family now. You're just making it into an institution because you're just gossiping like a tattletale to the mainstream media. And, and your little book, along with your so-called wife, about your brother and stuff, throwing him under the bus. They used to get along so well. They used to be like rebels. Two. <laughs> it's the real Mr. Mad said, Hey, he needs to flick the spittoon with his finger when he pretends to spit in it so that the spit sounds like it's impacting. Two. <laughs> that wasn't very convincing. <laughs> Two. Ouch. All right. My finger's tougher than that. Let's get to uh, William in California. Been on hold forever. 
on the line. William, thanks for calling and holding. How you doing? Hey. Hey, hey man. Happy New Year's to you. Thank Merry you. Merry Christmas. You too. Hey, uh, I just wanted to drop some knowledge on how they like to hold on to so many things. But uh, January 6th was not as big a deal as they try to make out because it's right there in the First Amendment. You have a right to assemble. Yeah. And redress grievances with the government. You have a right to do that. They didn't have a right to tear things up. Right. So about talking about January 6th, it's over. You're not going to stick it to Trump. And there's some other stuff floating around. I don't know if this is going to happen, James, but a former president can be Speaker of the House and does not have to be right. part of the House of Representatives. I've heard that. Yeah. Do yes, you think it would? It do you think Trump true. would even be interested in that? Has he said a word about it? I don't know it? if they're going to. I don't think. I don't know. He may not do that, but he can do it. That's what they're scrambling around and so nervous about right now Uh, because it's over it's January interesting and um, for your little caller who called about the black neighborhood being charged more first of all you have to know how much insurance is in high crime areas yeah and that is not the white man's fault they're bringing their lily white businesses to your neighborhoods and you're stealing everything and that's all it is to it and just guy sounds a little bit too old to not know that yeah yep he did bring he did bring up somebody says i don't want to live next door to me because i'm black what can i i might sit up there go oh that's racist Uh yeah it might be but what can you do about it yeah, and it's a uh, it's people have the right to be that way, and if and you can understand racist, it. They can be racist. What, what can you do about it? You right. can't do anything about it. And that. you and you can understand it, given how the blacks been acting. So, I don't want to live next to them. Yeah, I don't so. live next to them. Right. <sighs> <laughs> There's nothing you can do about it if somebody doesn't want to live next to you guys. Yeah, have some love. Love means letting go. No, they they claim that's racist. Oh, well, if it is, what can you do about it? Yeah. Yep. Nothing. You can't nice. do anything about it. You shouldn't, definitely. You're only spreading but, uh, you're only right spreading the First resentment Amendment right there. What they were doing that day, they had a right to do that. They had a right to assemble. They just didn't have a right to just tear up stuff. That's the, right. all they're really in. They're in jail for tearing up stuff. There was no terrorist yeah actor. i know it's it's stop holding on to it it's not going to happen uh the teflon don is nothing going to stick to him you, you you didn't succeed once again and all this was for to try to keep him from running again yeah you know that's so it's so ridiculous they drummed up or trumped up charges no pun intended Against like some of these three percenters, or I don't, I forget who oath For keepers to try to call it. Oh, seditious conspiracy. No, it was not. <laughs> it's, it's vandalism. But I think they got like, I don't know if they even got. They might have gotten convictions on those things. That's how bad the kangaroo courts they, they, are now. They did. They did. And it, it, uh, you got about fourteen months of this administration left, and uh, they'll 
a lot of them will probably get pardoned. You think it's a one-term uh, presidency? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. This is, we'll uh, see. Terrible. This is terrible. All of this gay stuff. Yeah. I don't see how you guys put up with that. I don't see how blacks, how can you be a Democrat? It, it doesn't support anything, but anything, everything gay is gay, gay, gay. And that's all. And you guys support that? What's wrong with y'all? Yeah, they think that there's, they think they fall for the love is love. It's not love. Oh, man, and it's they not want love. So much free stuff. They want this. They want that. Oh, and slavery. You had nothing to do with slavery. Stop it. I know. And you never slavery met anybody was. Anybody who was in the Klan. You, ne- you never met one Klanman. You never seen a. You, know, you, you don't know anything about that stuff. Yeah. People need to stop lying. Well, I appreciate it, William. It's great to hear from you, man. All right, man. You take it easy. You as well. Let me get to Brian in North Carolina on the line. Brian, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Hey, How are you doing? Doing fine, too. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. It's nice to hear William's voice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He has a commanding voice, man. It sounds like something from above is talking to you. I know. Yeah, but uh, I don't mean to beat up on Frederick anymore, but I called because he was talking about some stuff that just didn't make sense with black people being charged more and insurance companies and stuff. But I know someone who did a theft protection for a, a big department store, and he told me that the company loses probably about... Five five hundred thousand, I think he said, during a specific three months of the year, just off people stealing. Wow! And and he said, uh, the company they can't do anything about it. They have to let it slide because of the specific group that it, that does like ninety percent of the stealing, pretty much most of the stealing, which happens to be women. And isn't that amazing? Whoa! You know what? I believe that. I totally believe that. I can picture women stealing. Oh it's a direct gosh. reflection of everything, man. It's like you can't hold the women accountable yeah. because they are your consumers. And so you just have to let it slide in order for you to hold, hang on and hold on to your little company. That is terrible. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is painful. Painful reality. <laughs> but they let it slide. It's of all races, it's right? with America, though. Yeah. Of all races? We- I don't know the specifics. I bet of the it. breakdowns um, are are disproportionate in certain ways that are predictable. But even well, still, I think women he, are more likely. I wonder if women are more likely to steal than men. I can just well, he told. Go ahead. Let me give you another detail. He told me this. It's even more specific as to where most of that money is. What department of the store most of that money is stolen from, uh-huh. which happens to be, and the time of the year it happens is during the summer. And what's stolen the most is swim is bikinis and swimwear. Wow. They're probably easy to steal because women have these purses and things like that and ba- other bags. They come in with other bags. and there's... Well, especially the bikinis because they can go in the dressing room and just put it on like underwear. Oh, true. Hadn't thought of that. Man, what a mess. Yeah. Very dishonest, yeah. those ladies, aren't they? <laughs> Man, oh my goodness. And you know what's crazy is like they don't even realize how ridiculous they look. What do you mean by that? Just. 
they they don't know. It's like it's almost like sometimes they don't know that they're that they're being dishonest. Oh yeah, no, but yeah, they, they don't. They I, well, they, well, no, they know. I, they Hold know, but sometimes I think that they don't. It's kind of like what Kanye West said. I call him Kanye West. He calls himself Ye, but he said about the Jewish people, and I love Jewish people, but he said that they've been getting away with this so long, they're used to getting away with it. They're not used to being called out on their stuff. So it's kind of like, I think, with what, what, what's going on with the women and their dishonesty. I, I don't know, Hank, man, because the, the, the women... Okay, I, I understand what you mean when you say maybe they don't know, uh-huh. but I, they know. Let me <laughs> tell you, they know. They know 100% they know because the reason why you, I think that you believe... Because I used to think the same thing. Yeah. The re, I'm like, they don't really know, but it's just that they're running so fast from the truth that you 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 it looks like they don't know because they're just they're constantly moving they look like they're out of control yeah but if you just hold them there for a second to be accountable you see like you can see them trying to deceive you yeah interesting man are you not to get too personal if it's too personal you skip it are you married right. do you have do you have a family of your own married i don't you man okay i don't i was married oh okay okay so you know yeah. what you're talking about <laughs> No, yeah, for sure. I don't sure. know if you're referring. Yeah. I don't know if you're including your ex-wife in this statement. I have yet. Let me tell you something, bro. I have yet to meet a woman that did not have this this in her in her existence. Yeah, they're well, all like, like that, man. Yeah, I guess that's why the the women to the men and the men getting exasperated with the women and the women getting exasperated with the men and them each having their different issues. And the women being so immoral and, and dishonest in certain ways gets to men, and men go get real angry about that because we don't like dishonesty. Kind of like, uh, even though we too are dishonest in different ways, right? But uh, kind of like the conservatives don't like being lied to, but the liberals love lying, and that gets the conservatives mad. It's kind of like the Democrats and the uh, rhinos lie to the people, lie, lie, lie. And then the people get frustrated. And so there's no men of solidness who don't get angry at the liar, but just get angry. And then it's a, it's just a spirit of darkness over everybody. Follow what I'm saying? Yeah, I I totally follow what you're saying. And I I can, man, I totally relate to that 100% personally. Yeah. And I'm gonna say I don't get angry anymore, especially nice. when 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 people are lying to me. Like I can totally see that they that they don't know, like they can't see what I see. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so I don't get I don't get angry when they're lying to me. And even though, you know, I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna save if I can. I want to save this point for JLP because I wanted to make okay. it on his channel because yeah, he no said problem. something specific. Yeah. And I'm gonna save it for that because it's a it's a bigger point to all of that. Right on, man. But that's cool. That's a nice report, if true. Um, I wish you well, man. So you didn't have kids with your uh, your ex wife then? I did. Yeah. I oh, a, you did. I have a daughter. Yeah, I have a daughter. She, okay. she just turned eleven recently, actually. Okay. Nice. Is she a little liar too already? Probably, right? <laughs> I wouldn't know, man. I'm I'm exiled. Oh, man. Well, yeah, isn't that I'm exiled, isn't that brother. so often the way? <laughs> Say that again? I said, isn't that so often the way? Oh, man. I don't know what that means. What does that mean, often that, the way? that the It's so often the way of the world 
that the men don't have access to their children and the children yeah. don't have access to their father. Yeah, man, that's the that's the problem we've been having for a lifetime. Yeah. All of us. Didn't used to be that way, I heard. Men used to get nope. the... If in the rare case of divorce, and divorce was more rare back in the good old days, the the uh, man got the children. Not so anymore. Did you know that? I did know that. Okay. I did. I did know that, and I I I know that Jesse's right when he says it all happened around the civil rights movement, uh, where all of that started to change. Yeah. I totally know that. I mean, I can see it within my family because my family, my family was once a very Christian uh, family, like as a whole, everybody. And you could, I mean, we were a family. You could tell we were, we were all one family. And it seems like ever since my, (laughs) it's like ever since my mom was born, it's all been going to hell in a handbasket. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny. Terrible. Yeah. I just, yeah, it's horrible, but you know, I, I, I I don't know how I feel. Can I ask you something? Because I laugh. I laugh about a lot of things that you know. Maybe sometimes I I myself can see like you know that's not really funny. Uh huh. But but at the same time I'm I can't I can't help you know to laugh about it. Go ahead. Because there's some there's something in it that's comical to me, you know. And I think it's the truth. I know it's the truth actually. And and I'm correlating that to what I see, and I find it funny because I find it to be true. Go but ahead. I I don't know if I don't a hundred percent know if uh if I'm right or wrong for that. Oh for maybe for, for laughing for, for yeah, for like I, I I can't control obviously I can't control laughter coming out of me. Or maybe I can. I don't know. I've never attempted to, I guess, but Okay. Oh yeah, just watch yourself then. Watch yourself. Because you you may be fine and you may not be fine. So it's good to, uh, as JLP said, keep your eyes on yourself. Because right you don't, yeah, you don't want to be, oh, every, nothing is serious. And you don't want to be overboard with that mess. Because that is mess okay. as well. Well, I, yeah, and I, I agree with that. And that's why, I mean, I'm constantly watching myself. It's like, it's like a, a muscle now that just works without me having to work it, to be honest. Cool. Right it on, happens, man. but uh, yeah, I appreciate that advice. Right on, that's one hundred percent right. I look forward to hearing your your point, your call on the Jesse Lee Peterson show about yeah, uh, I will, man and wife type of stuff. That's cool. Well, no, well, it was about something else, but that, oh, okay. yeah, I appreciate it. All right, cool, man. Take care, Brian. Take you too, Egg. Take care, Brian in North Carolina. Nice. So I have to plow through some things, guys. First, let's show this meme. I saw this meme on Twitter. Connect to God. Password prayer. (laughs) Uh, And it has like, okay, so this is like a, uh, looks like a card that tells you how to connect to the internet. It has like a Wi-Fi type of signal, but the Wi-Fi is just above the cross. And it says, connect to God. (laughs) And it says, the password is prayer. (laughs) To me, it's so corny, but I just had to share it. Hake loves this stuff. I didn't grow up on this level of corniness, although some of you probably think I, that it is. You know, but anyway, to me, I think that is. 
but maybe it's deep. I can't see it, though. Uh, so, speaking of prayer, the Libs are praying for Damar Hamlin. Damar Hamlin? Commie Nonsense Network, CNN reports, reported Thursday. Uh, this quote, Like the rest of the nation, our thoughts and prayers are with him, his family, and his teammates. Praying to Satan, I say. Well, JLP says that. White House, the cute black, quote-unquote, lesbian press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, KJP, confirming that so-called sleepy President Joe Biden saw the horrific news of DeMar Hamlin's cardiac arrest. I think that's called a heart attack, right? And spoke with Hamlin's mother and father, quote, at length, unquote. The 24-year-old Buffalo Bill's safety. He's black. He looks like, uh, not that that has anything to do with anything. (laughs) Except he's probably, you know, anyway. Everybody loves to kiss up to the blacks. And I saw some report on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, but let me keep moving. It is an excellent report. Uh, I think that was yesterday. Oh, no, that was on Infowars.com. And Jesse Lee Peterson with, uh, with uh, I'm Owen Schroyer, my competitor war. Yeah, they called Skip Bayless evil for wondering something and they called him callous or something stupid (laughs) black bodies give me a break i don't know if you guys know what i'm talking about but people are like oh people don't care about black bodies they just want to use them for like slavery (laughs) as they call the professional players now they're like slaves they're black bodies just expendable stupid anyway the 24 year old buffalo bills safety who looks sort of like that to me although they all look the same uh, that rapper, uh, Kendrick Lamar, he looks sort of like him. I don't have a picture of him, though. Damar Hamlin. We wish him well, right? Remains in critical condition. I think he's doing a little better now. I'm not sure. After collapsing on the field during a Monday night football game against the C- Cincinnati Bengals, beginning to show signs of improvement, the Buffalo Bills said in an update Wednesday. That's a couple of days ago. <laughs> so anyway, speaking of that praying woman... Le- Black lesbian works for a sleepy Joe Biden slash Obama. Uh, here's that black woman, KJP. Clip 11. This is from the Jim Jams, who's a guy who's appeared on the Jesse Lee Peterson show before. I forget what his na- real name is. Peter Ducey of Fox News to KJP, quote, roughly 7,000 migrants, meaning illegal invaders, are crossing every day illegally. Does the White House think the border is secure? So, this might be long and boring. Is she entertaining? She's black. Uh, Two minutes and ten seconds long clip. Listen to this. Let's hear. I hope I have it. Do I have it? Oh, maybe it's from yesterday. Is it in the folder? From yesterday's folder? Ah. Let me jump down because I don't have much time. If you can search for it. And then I'll, I'll pull that up. Let me jump down though. I'm going to skip over this Title 42 nonsense from this far-left females at the skim. They're talking about it, blah, 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 blah. But I saw this from Federale, a fifth fifth columnist. Federale is F-E-D-E-R-A-L-E, fifthcolumnist.wordpress.com. Federale, fifthcolumnist.wordpress.com, December 30th report, or December 30th, 
blog post, if you will, report slash blog post slash uh, um, op-ed. Don't fall for the Title 42 trap. Trap with a T, but you could also spell it with a C. Sorry, kids. Title 42 gives the executive branch absolute authority to determine the admissibility of aliens based on public health concerns, right? JLP's been talking about this. The illegal alien disease. The illegal alien disease. And then suddenly we have the China virus, right? Interesting. But, uh, you know, because diseases are getting worse and worse, seemingly. The authority is not reviewable by the courts. First, let it be known but that the use of Title 42 was completely legal. Yeah, the border clip 11. But we can play that in a second. Let me play this first or talk about this first and show from border immigration invasion, something like that. Uh, this black judge. It's a screenshot of this relatively light-skinned black judge because this guy's a piece of work. And he's, I've talked about him before. The claim by federal Kitchrark, Kitchrark, I had to look that, look that up. That means back in the Old Testament times, the Israelites were ruled by judges. Uh, so, so they call, they're calling this guy a, a Kitchrark, like because he's ru- he's ruling. Judges are supposed to just interpret the law, but this guy's ruling over the the America. This sleaze bag, this scumbag. Sorry, kids. Emmett Sullivan, he's black, kind of old. I think he's married to this Jewish lady, if I'm not mistaken, white Jewish lady, who may also herself be a judge, but I, don't quote me on that. I mean, you can quote me, but also include that I could be wrong on that. <laughs> Sullivan is this... A Kitrark's Kitrark. <laughs> uh, Sullivan is infamous for ordering the creation of a special cro- prosecutor to, get, to continue the case against former Trump advisor and nationalist three-star General Michael Flynn, the head, former head of the National Security Administration. Michael Flynn. General Flynn. So this scumbag uh, went after Flynn. And he's also meddling his grubby little fingers in the border situation. Emmett Sullivan usurped the authority of the executive branch to decide on whom to prosecute. Yeah, what a mess. So uh, there, he's also so he's usurping executive authority as well as legislative authority. You hear about judges legislating from the bench, activist judges, liberals. They do that. Disgusting. He, I think he said, arguably, sir, you sold out your country. What is up with these lame liberal judges? Uh, uh, what is this called? What did I just call it? Opinion, using their, uh, expressing their silly uh, political opinions. Kissing up to women, kissing up to the liberals. Hating conservatives, hating Trump. Look at that guy. It's like a frown and a smile all at once. You know he's confused. Poor guy. Nice mustache and patch beard type of thing going there. He looks like he should have more dignity than he apparently has. Old people who are gray are supposed to have wisdom. <laughs> Terrible. 
I, I, I interrupted my point. I forgot what I was saying. But anyway, this, so these people are judges. The courts are corrupt. Kangaroo courts. It's ridiculous. Do you want to hear Kareem jump here? Let me finish with Federale's points, though. This is a January 3rd report. Immigration court backlog grows. The solution is expedited removal. So he said if Title 42 is, they're leaning too heavily on that. Sleepy Joe is pretending to use it. He's only selectively using it. He's pretending and all these people are invading and he's helping it happen. The number of illegal aliens that have entered the United States is over uh, 5.5 million. Since when? I'm not sure. But almost 800,000, according to a report that Federale, uh, fifthcolumn.wordpress.com reports. And he shares a report also from Fox News. Uh, 800,000 people are waiting on asylum hearings. Typically states, typically takes 1,572 days, 1,572 days, which is 4.3 years for one asylum hearing to happen. Once you're like, once you're assigned to have an asylum hearing for and almost a half years. The Border Patrol had more than 2.2 million encounters with illegal crossers between ports of entry in the southwest border in fiscal year 2022. A recent report from DHS Inspector General indicates most of the the illegal crossers are not put in detention facilities or expelled under Title 42. Yeah, something like only 80,000 or something were ejected under Title 42. But rather, maybe less than that, but rather a process for outcomes allowing them to be released in the United States to await for immigration hearings. This has overwhelmed the immigration courts. A communist tactic, I always say, is to overwhelm the system, to break it, and then rebuild it. And they're breaking the white countries. Shameful. The immigration court backlog was 1.2 million cases, more than that, almost 1.3, at the end of fiscal 2020. Last full fiscal year of the previous administration, Trump's, under the current administration, it has, it has risen to 2 million cases at the end of November 2022. That's according to Biden's border crisis shared on Fox News, but Federale quoted from it. More than 5.5 million pe- illegals were released into the United States on parole or with a notice to report. Many of these just disappeared, knowing that their asylum claims are fraudulent. He says there's a solution expand and mandate the use of expedited removal, ER. The Administrative Deportation Authority held by the DHS, Department of So-Called Homeland Security, total misnomer because we have the fox guarding the hen house. Nobody in Homeland Security has any honesty, apparently. Maybe Maybe I'm overstating that. Provided Illegal Immigration Reform and Immigrant Responsibility Act of 1996, they provided for expedited removal. So since 1996, we could have expedited, exped, expeditiously removed these people. But currently, the Biden administration is not implementing ER on the millions that are flooding the border. Congress should expand and mandate the use of ER to end the, bo- the current crisis at the border, says Federale. January 5th report yesterday, he said, Biden regime parole amnesty is expanding because Sleepy Joe pretended, oh, he's cracking down on the illegals. I have five minutes to go. Uh, most interesting is the admission that the illegal aliens are, are subject to expedited removal, ER, which was uh, Federale's proposed so- solution to what he calls the Zerg rush. You gamers know, may know what a Zerg is. I had to look it up. 
Zerg rush, Zerg's uh, multiply and can overwhelm people. And that's what they're doing to the white countries <laughs> in, these, in this video game. Like a bunch of zombies, crazy, or animals, or cockroaches. <laughs> Not to use dehumanizing language, but they don't cockroaches uh, multiply? Anyway, like rabbits. How about rabbits? <laughs> That's nicer. Anyway, previously, the Biden regime was claiming that all invaders were fleeing persecution and deserved to be admitted, refusing to use ER, uh, expedited removal, for two years. In fact, one of the first acts of the Biden regime administrative of the Biden regime administrative amnesty was revoking previous implementation of ER. Effective immediately, individuals who attempt to enter the United States without permission do not have legal basis to remain and cannot be expelled pursuant to uh, Title 42 will be increasingly subjected to expedited removal to their country of origin. So now they're finally admitting that they can do it, but they're going to be very selective with it. Shameful. Not doing their job. You have one job, government, but you don't care to do your job. Subject to the five-year ban on re-entry. Wow, you get a five-year ban on re-entry. That's nice, I guess. It's also a tacit admission as well that the asylum claims of illegal, that illegal aliens are using are fraudulent. It has been well established, but 95% of so-called asylum claims are fraudulent. So these people calling them oh, asylum seekers, phony. They should be calling them so-called asylum seekers. Biden regime solution is to parole, parole all the fraudulent asylum claimants into the United States, give them work authorization. Then, as with Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, DACA, the Dreamers program, dare what he calls soon-to-be President Ron DeSantis to deport them or whoever the next president may be. Dare him to deport them. I don't think Trump was able to deport the DACA dreamer suckers, was he? Or could he have? De facto amnesty via the illegal use of parole. Interesting stuff from Federale. Thank you, man. Reminds me of uh, this lady who used to do, and I don't know if she still does, Refugee Resettlement Watch and Corcoran on top of it. And he may cover other stuff, but... I uh, came across that. He was tweeting it out and different things. So, right on, man. Oh, shall I play that, Karine Jean-Pierre? Do you guys want to see it? She might be entertaining. Let's play it. And then we'll end the show. Oh, dang. Okay, here's Karine Jean-Pierre. Bogus speeching. <laughs> BSing, bogus speech. Here it is. Does anybody around here think that the southern border is secure? What I can tell you is this is a president has been working since day one uh, to work on border security, uh, to make yes an immigration no. a priority. That's why he put forth a comprehensive immigration uh, reform plan legislation. And here's, here's the thing. As the president is coming forward and trying to come up with solutions, the difference here is that you have Republicans, as you know, who are doing political stunts. And, you know, oh, yeah. and we've called that's, that 
out over and over and over again. And the president is willing, is willing to work uh, with Congress, Republicans, Democrats, phony independents, uh, to work on That's these issues that matter to the American people. Uh, but this is an issue that the president has taken very, very seriously since day one of his administration. Yeah, right. But roughly nope. 7,000 migrants crossing every day illegally. Does the White House believe the border is secure? Look, I've told you what we have done, what we have made this a priority uh, to make sure. Done. Are they working? Uh, to make sure that there's border security measures. Look, 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 here's the thing, look, Peter. Look. The president has taken sure. historic actions, right, that no other president has been able to do. When you think about the 23,000 agents uh, that we, he has been able, uh, we have been able to put out there to deal Bogus with speech. Uh, the issue that we're seeing at the border. Blah, blah, blah. And that is something that he did without a lot of Republican support. Right. Make sure that we are dealing with a real issue. When you think about uh, the smugglers, really putting a plan in place that we deal with the smugglers. Right. And we have to be very careful here, Peter, on how we talk about this, because if we talk about it in a way that is misinformation, then it helps the smugglers. And so these are the issues that the president has taken incredibly seriously. And again, I will say this. I just said it moments ago. He's willing to work with Republicans. He's willing to work with Democrats. He's willing to work with Republicans. Fake pointer again. Fake pointer. To work on this issue, to move forward with his comprehensive plan that he put forward she on looks day one like of the his administration. Except black. Man, that was hard to sit through. No more blah, blah, blah. To quote my favorite climate hysteric, mentally ill Swedish child, no longer a child. Not very ladylike either, though. Ugh. Oh, well, I can't comment on that. We are over time. Do we have, can we play, uh, can we play I Wonder As I Wander by Fangs? Lujo Records. Thank you, guys. Adios, America. Catch The Fallen State. Catch Nick's Stream. Catch Church with Jesse Lee Peterson. Have a nice weekend, Merry Christmas, and pray for the persecuted patriots and decent people. Adios.